0: Well, hello, everybody. Yep, it's not sunny. <laughs> yep, it's not sunny. The sun was out for a little bit this morning. That was really nice to do chores when the sun makes that sun. Now because it's feeling so warm, just nice to stand in it. not the horses laying in it, and the cats are basking in it, and the chickens are fluffing their feathers in it. So it's pretty. I uh, say so it could be. We have a week of rain. We need it. Remember last year, we didn't have no rain, and so there's a lot of moisture that's got to be caught up. So I'm not against uh, any rain whatsoever. This makes me want to clean my house more, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) And then this is your last show. Boo, boo. Yeah, yeah. But I know (laughs) it. You weren't here long enough, but that's okay. Mm. Now you're moving upward and onward to bigger and brighter things. Yeah. Remember me when. When your name is in lights on the podcast of the year and and you're at the Academy Awards and all that kind of fun stuff.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll definitely uh, call in and use a fake name and ask uh, (laughs) fake pet questions or something.
0: You (laughs) You don't have to do a fake name. No, no, no. I wish you. So when you guys call in your questions today, we're going to have Amy DeLong. Remember, she does uh, essential oils. And so we're going to talk about oils for shy and timid dogs and for now what's around the corner, hopefully. Well, not hopefully, but we need the rain, but I don't want the thunderstorms, but the thunderstorms and there's so many thunderphobic dogs out there. So hopefully Amy can help us, you know, with that. So that would be good for with some oils. And so hopefully you've got your questions that you can call into for Amy and to me. And that will be great. And I wanted last, I was remiss a couple of weeks ago, uh, Brian, your mom made me some chocolate chip cookies and I forgot to mentioned it online or on on air, and so now I'm just in time to say something because she just gave me more chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My waistline loves you, ma. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. But no nuts, no nuts. So that's always uh, good. So, no, I appreciate that greatly. So, make sure you thank your mom or have her listen to the podcast. And I, I said, thank you, thank you, thank you. And your cookies will be missed. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure she's listening
1: right now. So, there you go. Yeah. There you
0: go. But yeah, so you're going to be moving on now. You said, when are you going to be? You're going to Chicago.
1: Going to Chicago.
0: Chicago. And then uh, you're going to leave the Twin Cities here. When's, when's the actual hit the dirt in the road and get down there? Hitting
1: get... the dirt, hitting the dusty trail is uh, April 15th. Okay. So, uh, okay. not this Friday, but next Friday.
0: Okay. April tax day. Tax day. Tax day. You got your taxes filed and in?
1: I think so. Oh, good. Yeah. I think I have it all in check. There you
0: go. There you go. Oh, well, now, now Chicago is Illinois, right? So how long... (laughs) Are you going to apply for a new driver's license or are you just going to wait and see how things go before you start messing with paperwork like that?
1: No, I actually need to this year because my license expires this oh, year. Oh, does it? Uh-huh. So it expires on my birthday in November. So uh-huh. yeah, I got to figure all that out okay. and all that fun stuff. Isn't that
0: fun, fun? And now you got to go buy apartment stuff? Oh you know? yeah! Hey, you know I was when you were talking earlier. You know where you should go or have your mom go or whatever. You'd go to the dollar store.
1: That's what we're doing. Yeah, because yep. the
0: dollar store, I man, they got everything. You know, and then as you, if you, when you decide to become like, chef bar ID, <laughs> yeah. you can get the nicer cooking equipment. You know exactly, yeah. but that, I mean, you can get the dishes and the glasses and everything there. You know, mm-hmm. so that'd be cool. I'm not an okay, Ikea, IKEA person because I don't do well with instructions. Oh, yeah. You know, I look, give me a picture of what it's supposed to look like. Okay. And then, okay, then I'll put it together. Well, it doesn't work that way. Not with the Kia stuff. Oh, my Lord. Cool. They got so much stuff. To, and it's like, eh. and they only
1: give you an Allen wrench. Yeah, And they're like, figure it out.
0: <laughs> and by the time by the time you get done putting it all together, you got your five toolboxes. It'll Allen wrench my foot. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, unbelievable. <laughs> so Anyway, so, yeah, and I don't know if I didn't realize this and had talked to my girlfriend today is that I guess eggs are are hugely missing from the grocery stores. Eggs. I didn't realize that there's a huge shortage of uh, eggs. And so I don't know if you notice there's a bag there sitting on the counter by you, mm-hmm. a white plastic bag. And there's two dozen eggs in there from the farm. Oh, no way. So I don't know about you, but there might be something worth something on the black market. <laughs> selling some eggs on the black market. There you go. Yeah, If you
1: need me, hit yeah. me up. <laughs> there you
0: go. Yeah, because like I said, the, I usually get maybe about 10 egg, 10, eight to ten eggs a day. And, and we'll considering I have 24 hens, but my my older hens now, I only have six new hens that will give me an egg, put an egg every day, mm-hmm. but all the other ones are older. And so I only get, you know, they just kind of take their turn, so I wind up with eight to ten eggs a day. And there's only two of us, so and I don't do bacon and stuff, so. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I manage to. I eat eggs every morning, though. Every every morning, I make myself either scrambled or turn over easy or egg sandwich or whatever. Oh, it's the thing. best. So, yep. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but yeah, so it's uh, uh So I, I I tip my hat to your new endeavor and hopefully you'll 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 rise to fame. You know, yeah. with your, Or at least uh, maybe you know, have a really good paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to say thank
1: you. You know, I enjoyed my time on the show and oh, good. Uh, I'm barely, I'm greatly appreciated oh, well, with no. everyone here and oh, especially you. Yeah. And, oh, well, yeah, you know.
0: no, it's, it's a pleasure. I, you know, you just, like I told you last week is that you're, you're, uh, what do you, what do you want to say? Your presence, that's it. His presence on the radio is awesome. You know, your voice is cool. You got the cool voice, you know, type thing and your, your inflections and everything. You just, you're really cool on. So I'm hopefully sometime that you will be able to do some work on the radio mm-hmm. because, like I say, you've got a good radio presence, you know, and that doesn't happen to, there's a couple times that people call in for classes, you know, for Katie's canine. And I'll um, get the message on the machine, and I'm like, whoa, that's a real good radio voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I call him back, I'm like, I thought about doing radio. What? Mm-hmm. You got really good radio voice. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, some some people just have, and I know everybody tells me I have a weird, you know, a different voice. And it's just kind of like, whatever. I don't know. I listen to myself all the time, and I hear nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, so hopefully you got some questions for us. You know, like I say, Amy DeLong is going to call, and then uh, we're going to get get uh, get it to the oils. And then now is it flea and tick season? You know, try to do things naturally, and that means on your uh, there's natural ways to uh, take care of fleas and ticks. Uh, uh, diatomaceous earth, food grade, in a baby sock, zip tied. And then what you're going to do is you pat once on the back of the neck and the shoulders, once in the chest, and once where the butt and the tail come together, and, and any so what diatomaceous earth food grade does is any crustacean, whether it be flea, tick, millipede, you know, um, beetle, whatever, uh, it walks through it, it. It's ant. It scrapes their shell and they dehydrate naturally. A lot of people use diatomaceous on their lawns, you know, if they if they have a uh, ant problem, and so it's just try to think of more natural ways. All right, and then. Also, too, what are you going to be doing to your lawns now that we're opening up? You know, a lot of people will tell you to just start spreading some uh, seed now on your lawn, and so uh, the whole thing is, is the more we just have to do things more natural for uh, for everybody, for our grandkids, for us, our pets. It's just unbelievable. So please, uh, let's see organic lawns by Lunseth. You know, uh, they can help you out if you call a lot of your feed mills, like Hugo Feed Mill up at Steve Steve up at Hugo Feed Mill. He can help you try to start an. Organic lawn. And usually it starts by putting spreading cornmeal on your uh, lawns. And, uh, and the reason is what cornmeal does, you know, when the dandelion, you know, the pretty yellow dandelion, okay, mm-hmm. which I have many, 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 many of them. <laughs> but you know, when it goes to seed and you got the puffball, you know? Oh, yeah. And then you blow on it it goes all over the place. Okay, so what the cornmeal does, it sterilizes the seed. Oh. And so it doesn't, you won't get new dandelions, but you still have to take care of the dandelions that were already in there. So, you know, whether you want to stop them out yourself or whatever, but obviously when you're going to use diatomaceous earth, don't be putting seed down like for your lawn, because it'll neutralize that. It neutralizes any seed. It doesn't allow it to germinate. And so, so, uh, and usually they say by using cornmeal, uh, what will happen is sprinkle that on just like you would do like a cedar. And then it takes up to three years and then somebody work on your part to literally Have an awesome lawn that takes care of itself and is totally, totally organic. You know where there is no chemicals whatsoever. So and you know when the chemicals are being sprayed, and I know a lot of organizations um, that are you know ah what do you want to call it like senior living places uh, Mm, where you play where you pay for you know dues a month to have the you know the lawn service and all that kind of stuff. You know and then they are chemical happy. And so I really, really, really wish some of you guys that live in there start a petition to try to do things natural and get the chemicals out of your neighborhood. Because, folks, it's all going to affect us. And if you are a chemical happy person on your lawn and you have pets, think of this. There's been studies that that your dog is 70% higher chance of getting some form of lymphoma. So if our pets can get it, now grant you they're walking in it, you know, they're breathing in it. They're right there. And then plus they're licking themselves off. But still, and what think about the kids, the low kids. Look, at, Think about the kids that are crawling on the ground. You know what I mean? So the whole thing is we got to start doing things more natural. And it's got to be up for each individual. And when I married my husband, you know, he's a farmer, so he uses chemicals. And I said, you are not doing nothing to our lawn. Zippo, not a Nothing. Got it? And so, uh, you know, it's been hard for him. <laughs> but, you know, I've got, you know, chickens running around and, you know, all the animals running around. I'm not going to substitute, you know, like our apple trees. You're not spraying the apple trees, you know. So there's natural ways of doing things. Just look at good gravy. Everybody goes to Google for everything. And so the whole thing is, is that Google organic lawns or call organic lawns by lunch, Seth. And, and then uh, start doing something different this year so that, you know, you get, we're, that's, everybody's thinking about now, now that you can see the the gardens and see the lawn because prettier all the, the uh, snow is gone. It's time to step up to the plate, okay? And that's the main name of the game. All righty, then. Okay, do we got did Amy call in?
1: Yep, got right. her locked in.
0: Oh, uh, we got her locked her in. Okay, here's a trivia now. We're gonna do fast foods Ooh. today, okay? Fast foods. Figure your generation knows what a fast food is. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> okay, what fast food restaurant is credited with introducing the first modern day drive through window? Okay, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, or Sonic? McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, or Sonic? We'll be back. All right, thank you for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. Okay, what fast food restaurant is credited with introducing the first modern day drive through window? Was it McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, or Sonic?
1: Oh, I want to say McDonald's, but yeah, I'm going to
0: say McDonald's. Nope. Ooh, I guess I guess this one right too. Oh, really? Okay, Wendy's. Wendy's is cre- uh, credited with creating the first modern day drive through window, an innovation th- which they introduced at the grand opening of their second store in November 1970. Oh, my. Okay, which of the following fast food restaurants was the first founded first? Was it McDonald's, Burger King, What a Burger, or In and Out Burger?
1: Ooh, I think it's In-N-Out.
0: Ding, 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 ding. Hey. It is. In-N-Out Burger was founded in 1948 by Harry and Esther Snyder in Baldwin Park, California. As the fast food craze took root, it was soon followed by Whataburger in 1950, Burger King in 1954, and McDonald's in 1955. Oh, really? So McDonald's was born the year I was. Oh, right on. Look at that. That's one way I can remember that now. <laughs> okay, let's talk to Miss Amy DeLong. Hi, Amy. Hey, Katie, how you doing? Good, good. How about yourself? We're doing good. Thanks um, for having good. me. Well, thanks for coming on. I greatly appreciate it. Here, wonders with all your oils. <laughs> <laughs> Today, I'd like to be able to cover, well, well, we'll introduce you a little bit more for people that have not heard you, but, you know, I'll just have you get your thinking cap on, because I've all of a sudden it dawned on me I didn't tell you what, what some of the things we could cover. Obviously, you know, because of my, my new shy, timid dog class, something that would help shy, shy and timid dogs, and then, of course, what's around the corner is thunderstorms, so let's we'll think yeah. about that, but in the meantime, you know, why don't you introduce to yourself to the to my audience? You're Amy DeLong, and you are a... <laughs> I'm a
2: holistic... Practitioner. There we go. And certified animal aromatherapist. Okay. Intuitive healer. Animal communicator. There you go. T touch practitioner.
0: Okay.
2: So I combine all these things to help pet parents find holistic solutions to so they're little fur baby can live their best life
0: yeah and you're good at what you do i can tell you that you have helped many 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 fur kids probably a mm-hmm. lot of two-legged kids too But you're not gonna <laughs> no <laughs> so anyway okay so what's your uh, No, you work with um okay now essential oils is a brand name correct uh, no
2: it's not essential oils is not a brand okay it is It is a product. It's a product. Okay. um, Okay. So essential oils are just distilled from plants. Okay. And then there um, are many brands... Out there, okay. they, I think they increase daily. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, boy, the whole world needs a whole bunch of oils to calm everything down. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> okay, so you work with essential oils, and so then now people that have not you know listened before or need a reminder, what exactly uh, essential oils are? What are they?
2: What are they? So they are highly concentrated um, substances that are collected from plant material. So um, there's a few ways that they can get extracted. The most common is steam distillation, mm-hmm. but it takes like a whole bunch of plant material that runs through this process. So the essential oil is the um, oil-loving parts of the plant,
0: okay.
2: which gets separated from the water-soluble part of the plant. Okay. So they are highly concentrated, um, not like if you had chamomile herbs for your tea, mm-hmm. like chamomile essential oil would be like one drop would be like, I can't remember offhand, but like hundreds of bags of tea.
0: Oh, geez, okay.
2: Okay, so... A little potent there. Just, <laughs> they're, they're just very concentrated. Yes. So um, Plus, they don't have all of the whole part of the plant in them, right? right. So when we're talking holistic you're just pulling out, you know, a high concentration of certain chemicals that are in the plant mm-hmm. and you don't have the other part of the plant to balance it off.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, now you've been, uh, uh we talked to this every time we, you've been on the phone uh, is that, uh, the, a lot of people now are doing diffusers and some people are running them 24 seven. And can you kind of update my listeners, you know, about running diffusers 24 seven?
2: Well, it's not necessary, and it's not even healthy. So what happens, Well, especially when we're considering our dogs or, or and our animals, right, who can smell things we don't. Right. Um, what happens is after about an hour, our the human nose just habituates to the smell, so you don't smell it anymore. Oh, okay. And a lot of people then go add more oils because, well, they don't smell it. Oh. But it's still there. So, like, have you ever been in a lo- grocery shopping or in a line behind somebody or at a movie, you know, behind somebody who has really strong perfume oh, or
1: cologne?
2: Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. Well, they don't even realize it because they've kind of habituated
0: to that. Oh, oh well, interesting. You know,
2: okay. so they may not realize it. But so that's what happens to our, our animals. Okay. That it's like. It's like sitting it's like living in a house where somebody has too much cologne on, yeah. they just smell everything so much more intensely, and what can happen over time and even whether that that time could be like thirty minutes or weeks is that you can develop like more sensitivities to that oil um or even to like immediately. They can get, you. I get a headache. Okay. And I'm sure our animals get a headache. They can get lethargic. They can start excessive drooling. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of symptoms to the adverse reactions that people don't necessarily notice. So, of course, we recommend, like, if you're going to diffuse, I recommend using a diffuser with an intermittent feature so that it will go off and on and not run constantly. Hey. Okay. Um, or just turn it off after thirty minutes. I mean, studies show that beyond thirty minutes, you don't get more benefit.
0: Oh, okay, interesting. From it, okay.
2: So running it thirty minutes in the morning, thirty minutes at night is just is enough.
0: Okay.
2: To get the benefit from the essential oils without overwhelming yourself or your
0: pets. pets. Okay. And I know one thing that you brought up in the past that dogs should always have an exit. You know, right? Yep, and
2: the, yep, and the cats too. So, yeah. and and it's you know, it depends on the space too, right? If you have a really large home or a vaulted ceiling, that that scent can rise, because mm-hmm. aromas rise. So, um, there's going to be more access to air that's not scented. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah, I mean. yeah. That sounds really weird, but yeah, yeah. Um, but if you're in a you know a bedroom apartment. Um, That's a smaller space, so you'd have to be more careful. I like crack a window sometimes um, or for people to use a personal inhaler and not diffuse it all the time. Okay. So there's a lot of options to help yourself, especially you know as we went through COVID or colds and flus or allergies. Yeah. Um, And when people want to use essential oils to diffuse and disinfect, then I just say, just take the animal out of the area until the scent, you know, has evaporated.
0: Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Okay. Here's what, well, here's an important point. Okay. I'm what? Sure hold on. Yes. Uh, we, well, hold on. We got oh. the important point. has got to come back after break. Okay. okay. So when we're going to talk, when we get back, we will talk about thunderstorms, shy and timid dogs. So don't touch the dial. And how many herbs and spices make up the secret blend used on Colonel Sanders' famous creation in his KFC? Is it... 7, 13, 9, or 11. We'll be back.
1: Keep All right. We got Amy to long holding, so we don't
0: so want to do keep her holding on, on for too long. long. Okay. How many herbs and spices make up the secret blend used on Colonel Sanders' most famous creation, his original KFC re- recipe? Is it 7, 13, 9, or 11? 11. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> All right. Colonel Sanders first introduced the wonderful taste of his... Original uh, Kentucky uh, Fried Chicken in 1939. I didn't realize it that long ago. Oh, that long. Featuring a secret bundle of 11 herbs and spices. News of the Colonel's Tasty Chicken spread quickly. And by 1964, he had opened up more than 600 Kentucky Fried Chicken restaurants. 600. Holy moly. Today, security precaution... Uh protesting the Colonel's secret recipe would make even James Bond proud. <laughs> <laughs> it is locked away in a safe in Louisville, Kentucky, and only a handful of people have ever been allowed to view the recipe. Really? Isn't that something? Oh. So secretive. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Okay, we got Amy Delong. We uh uh she's uh, uh, uh Essential Oils specialist. And so we uh we, we we kind of cut her off when we went to break, so are you there, Amy? I am All right, so what we were talking about you were just gonna tell we us ta- while well, we were talking,
2: diffusing mm-hmm. and how important it is that the animals have access to fresh air,
0: right,
2: and so like leaving the doorway open or cracking a window. um and one of the things that's out there a lot is like if we we assume that if we leave the door open, well, then they would leave. But you know a lot of times our dogs like being with us, and yep. they may not leave if right. they have to choose between being with us or walking away and going somewhere else by themselves, right they may not do that. so that's another reason to monitor, to just really limit the amount of diffusing. okay, you know yep. you, not 24 seven and you know twice and a and day even for-
0: 30 minutes is enough and even by diffusing it's it's uh, a half hour is just plenty in the morning and plenty a half hour in the evening is plenty for what we want it to do for us too correct yes okay so okay
2: and if you i mean there are other things you know not pets like that you can do if you have a cold or do something that's a little bit more like to help treat sinuses right things like that but then how long um, will you let
0: those go for
2: well, that I would do, actually, I would steam up some water on the stove and put my towel over my head and put a drop or two in that and really inhale the steam. Ooh. That's the most effective way to help, like for us, like uh-huh. sinuses or allergies as they come through to, okay. you know, help settle the sinuses. Mm, cool. Or
0: congestion it... for coughs. Yeah, we talked about you know, that, that, that before con- uh, where my grandma, Wonky. She would, you always knew she wasn't feeling poorly because the house smelled like peppermint <laughs> because she would boil uh-huh. water on the stove, put a couple, uh, uh, back then she put, uh, not peppermint extract, like candy canes, you know, in oh, the yeah. water and then put her head, uh, you know, the towel over her head and breathe. And I've used it quite a few times. Like you've got it cold and you're really mm-hmm. stuffy. and man, that, that peppermint works fantastic. Yep,
2: peppermint in the old uh, Vic Vapo roll. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, that was uh, eucalyptus.
0: Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah boy I remember that getting that stuffed up my nose and I'm like not for my mom. Oh boy, oh boy. Okay, now um thunderstorms are going to be shortly around the corner. How can we excuse me, help our pets uh, and ourselves <laughs> uh with uh, what 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 is out there that can help them?
2: Uh well for essential oils, I like uh chamomile or sweet marjoram. Uh valerian is like, you know, the valium, so that's a pretty good one. It kind of smells like dirty socks yeah. so it really- you want to blend that one with something pleasant if that's what you're going to do but okay. um and then the other like trees any any oil that is relaxing for you or your pet is what's going to be helpful like cedar wood okay. or uh, balsam fir vetiver, patchouli okay any of those anything grounding and quiet um and you know the th- you know the thing about storms is Is dogs have a wide range of reactions? Yes. Right. Yes. So it it really just varies on what your dog, how scared your dog gets. Well, see, they can in the closet, or pacing, or you know, just panting a little bit, and we can get through it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, Because they can feel it and hear it coming before we see it. That you know, some yeah. dogs and some dogs are starting to look a little nervous and you're like, It's a beautiful sunny day out. What you what you, what you doing? You know, and it's like, yeah. no, nope, they know what's coming. <laughs> yep,
2: they know it's coming. But- I also um it's not a non essential oil uh tool is to do ear slides. Do who? Because um getting go on the ears and just put the flap of your the ear between your fingers and your thumb and just do some circles throughout the ear and all the way down to the tip. Okay. Because there, there are a lot of acupuncture points in there that are for calming. Okay. And they also affect, uh, digestion and our breathing. Okay. So it's a way to slow animals, the breathing down. Okay. You know, if, the slower we go, right? Yeah. So, I don't want to do it really fast because then right. that can amp them up, but right. to slow them down. So,
0: sp- so say that again now. So we take, whether you've got a flop-eared dog or a perky eared dog, what am I doing? Am I put, I'm rolling their ear over my uh, pointer finger or my thumb? Um,
2: I'm putting the flap between my pointer finger
0: and the thumb. Oh, between them. Okay. And then, yep. okay, and then I'm going to take my thumb and do circular motions on the inside.
2: Yep, I'm gonna. Well, a lot of it, you know, it really depends on how. This is one of those things, Katie. It's so easy to demonstrate, yeah, <laughs> and difficult to explain. But and I actually do have. Um, if anybody's listening, they can just reach out. I have a video on my YouTube channel that demonstrates.
0: Oh, it. and how can they get to that?
2: Uh, through my website. Okay, what's that? AmyWilliamsDLong.com. dot com. Okay. Go to the um, Contact Me page and drop me an email. Okay. That's the easiest way. Um, to And then I can send you the link to the okay. video. Okay. Um, but it depends on the ear and how you're sitting. But any way at all that you put that flat between your fingers and thumb. Okay. Right? Yeah. And then just do some circles and rub from the base of the ear all the way through the tip.
0: To the tip. So base to tip. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. It's a
2: really great first aid kind of tip, too. You know, if if your dog starts vomiting in the middle of the night, that's my go-to.
0: Ah, okay. Because it
2: helps to settle vomit, you know, it helps settle digestive issues.
0: Oh, wow, okay. And
2: anxiety. Are are we doing the center
0: of the ear or the whole ear? From the base to the tip, the whole ear, base tip. Yep. Okay.
2: so if it's a tiny chihuahua
0: so well, ear it doesn't take as long right. as you have a mastiff <laughs> a <of>. hound ear <laughs> yeah yeah bastion, that's even bigger than a massive ear <laughs> that's very true okay so for the thunderstorms that's what they can do now there's other things too like uh, a lot of people think are uh, here of uh you know the um, thundercoat Yep. but but uh, what a, what people don't realize is they always wait till the storm is here to use it Yeah. And what they need to remember with the thunder shirts and such like that is they got to get the dog used to it when it's nice and happy outside. So, and then like, you know, like, let's say last night, they said possible thunderstorms today, then throw it on the dog, you know, but he's going to be wearing it other times other than when, when it's needed. And now with the oils, uh, uh, how, uh, that, that you can, and then you got the ear rub. Okay. Now with the oils, what do we do? Do we get the, you know, like the, uh, you know, the, uh, sweet marjoram or the, the chamomile, and then put a couple drops. Put a drop on her hand. What do we do?
2: You, there's a number of ways you can do it. Okay. Um, but first, like with the thunder shirt, I would want to introduce these oils when it's not in the storm. Correct. You know, when things yep. are good. Yep. Yep. So that they associate them with good. being calm and yep. everything good. Excellent. Um. But then, uh, yeah, like you know, I have blended up. Uh, I've cut I've blend. Made blends for people just for storms so okay. that they can just take a you know little pump of the blend and use that, putting it on their hand and rubbing your hands together and just, and the scent is there and you offer it and allow the dogs to smell it.
0: Okay. And then um, if they lick you, it, it's okay. If they lick it off your hands, that's okay, right? Yes. And yeah. Then, any
2: and, of these would be Okay. So if you only had a single oil, you could do the same thing. You could also dilute it. You know, take a little olive oil out of your kitchen cupboard, and you know, like a little teaspoon of olive oil in your hand, and put some a drop or two in your hand and rub together too. Okay,
0: Okay. Um,
2: they may like that because of the olive oil. Okay, but it would it would be safe. But even just one drop, um, hands together, open it up, let them smell, and when they're done. Then you could pet, you know, along their back, stroke along their back, along the shoulders, and I do it too all the way down to their feet because oh, okay. when they're scared and anxious
0: like that, just reminding them that you know you're okay, your feet are on the ground, we're good. Okay. And you um, and you do do they can uh, a person can call you, give you specifics about the particular dog, and you can make custom blends, correct? Yes. Okay. And then once once you give your website out again.
2: Amy Williams DeLong Dot
0: com okay I And mean, there's a lot of other cool stuff on your your website too uh we're going to run to break but now um anybody out there they have a, if you have a question for amy uh will you call in now because uh we don't want to keep her you know all through the whole show because she's got things to do she's got to help other <laughs> animals and so she's kind enough to come on but so if you've got a question for amy please give a holler 651-641-1071 so amy you want to hang on and then we'll go to break and we'll come back okay Yep. Okay. Okay, what fast food restaurant was literally founded in a broom closet? Subway, McDonald's, Papa John's, or Dairy Queen? We'll be back. All right. I appreciate it. We got Amy DeLong, Amy com online. Uh, she's been with us before. And she's we're talking about shy and timid dogs and thunderstorms. What oils can help your dogs through? And uh, we're going to get to her. But first, what fast food restaurant was literally founded in a broom closet? Was it Subway, McDonald's, Papa John's, or Dairy Queen? Got to go Papa John's. Ding, ding, ding. Papa John's restaurant for, uh, restaurant for franchise was founded in 1984 when Papa John Shatner knocked out a broom closet in the back of his father's tavern and sold a prized 1972 Z228 Camaro to purchase $1,600 worth of used pizza equipment. He began selling pizzas to the tavern's uh, customers and out of the converted closet and his has proven so popular that only in one year later, he was able to move into an adjoining space. He didn't stop there. However, by 2005, he had opened nearly 3,000 Papa John restaurants in the United States and 20 international markets. Holy moly. Isn't that something? Yeah. Have you had Papa John's? I yeah. You have. I, you know, I know it's a take-home. Uh, I, I, to be honest with you, I really like them.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. I haven't had it in a while. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm more of a Carboni's kind of guy. I but. see.
0: You like the oil. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to go back to Miss Amy. Hi, Amy. Hello. Okay. Uh, so now uh, you you name some of the oils. Let's kind of remind, okay, like for sh- uh, shy, timid dogs, what uh, just kind of list it in, you know, not in a particular order, but some, you know, just bullet. What, what are some for shy and timid dogs?
2: Um, well, any, again, any oil that helps them relax. Okay. Um, some of the relaxing ones, same for thunderstorms like chamomile, okay. sweet marjoram, cedarwood, um, also the patchouli. Um, bergamot is a really good one. Um, it's I find that dogs choose that over lavender. Right. Because um, lavender can get overused. Okay. um, but also for confidence to like help you know specifically to help in um support confidence yeah. and encourage them um the cedar wood is good, plus juniper berry uh orange and lang lang
0: okay
2: lang lang is one of my good ones um a lemon too-
0: lemon. I regular lemon. Well, no lemon yeah yep, like okay. your lemon yeah. yeah there you go fruit. Yeah. okay. Okay, and now uh, when they're going to present these to the dogs. Now, let's say I, I got a bottle of uh, juniper, I got a bottle of lemon, and and langlang. Lang, okay, and I got all three bottles. So then, what am I going to do? I'm going to put them on. What am I going to do with them to see which one I'm going to use on my dog?
2: I would put them on the floor, like one at a time, uh, just well on the floor or hold it, depending on how you know the size of your dog right. or if your dog is young and likes to grab things (laughs) and run away with it, then I would hang on to it. There you go. Um, But just with the cap on, just offer the bottle and watch for a reaction, watch for a response. You know, how I gauge, like, sometimes it's really obvious, like, no thanks is a turn, like, really a turn the head away quickly. Yep. Um, Walk away, you know, those are obvious. Um the yes I really I like this one is, you know, generally obvious because they're gonna hang out and just sniff the bottle for a while. Okay, maybe lick it. Um maybe lick it. Yep. Okay. They okay. might try to bite it. Okay. Um and then the kind of the in betweens there's a lot of like grey ones where sometimes they may turn their head away but they're not leaving and what they're doing is adjusting the amount that they're smelling.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
2: Right, so, you know, just like when their nose is in the air and they're air sniffing. Right. Or air scenting, right, they adjust. So, um, the scent rises, so we want to place that bottle below their nose, but not directly under. Okay. You know, give it 12 to 18 inches, you know, maybe be a foot away. And that way they can come closer or not. Okay. Um, and that's another sign. Are they going to come closer and, and check this out or no? Um, so we want to, we don't want to, especially when you're already shy and timid, we want to build that trust with them. So by offering the oils, it allows our dogs to give us feedback. Okay. So I'm not offering and trying to work with an oil that they really don't want to have, they have no interest in. Right. Um, so, so then, and then you're listening to them, and that builds trust too.
0: Now, where can they get these, purchase these oils? Obviously, you you can you can sell them, and can they go to health stores, or what? what can they do?
2: Um, I don't. health store. Yes, you could do a health store. I like purchasing online with small independent aromatherapy suppliers.
0: Okay. Okay. Um,
2: so what happens is the quality of the oil can uh, reduce the longer it sits on a shelf. Okay. And you don't, and it and it gets transported in a truck, and so heat affects it. Um, so I prefer, you know, online. I mean, I have companies that I work with. I do not recommend the grocery store or Target or Amazon. Okay, um, any of those sources. So there are some reputed, some good companies um, locally. You might you find the Oracacia or the Windermere um, at the health food stores. Okay. the co-ops All
0: right.
2: you could try those and then smell them too um because oils will as they age just like your olive oil goes rancid yeah. so do essential oils so you can smell you know you might smell like yeah this just doesn't smell great well then i would walk away from that one okay. you know and look for a different brand
0: okay and then um uh the the uh, along with like what because the thunderstorms are around the corner you know is the other uh, the, uh, you we were saying now uh, we got the ear you told told us about their ear slide okay and then we've yeah. got try to get them into a thunder uh either a thunder jacket or something that's tight something that's snug correct Yes, yeah. and then hopefully with the oils and maybe if they don't have one if they don't get a, a good reaction like through with this thunderstorm you know with one oil they could try it they you don't want them to try all the oils at one time correct or do you want to do them one at a time or the ones that the dog seems to like? Or how do you want to work that?
2: You can layer them. So if there's like, say you offer, you know, chamomile and marjoram and cedarwood. Okay. And, and they seem to show interest in all three of them. You could start with one. Okay. You know, and if that isn't enough, you could do another like drop of something else on your hands and mm-hmm. offer that. Okay. Say like, you know, 10 to 15 minutes later. Okay. Um, Because the scent does evaporate over time. Um, Some of my clients that I've worked with that we know just really, really freak out with storms. You know, that's where we created a blend that was diluted, you know, appropriately that has several, like the valerian and the chamomile in it and the, and the vetiver. And so it's like we pulled all the heavy hitters together into one blend. Um, and, and the beauty of that is when those storms hit at 2 a.m. Yeah, you know some of these dogs that they have trazodone, but that doesn't help you. The storm is gone before in case the trazodone fact. kicks in. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, and so within seconds, the aroma is like into the brain and bloodstream and having an effect.
0: Oh wow! So, I didn't realize it was that quick.
2: <clears throat> yeah, it's super. It's which is what I love. Um, you know, I, I just so promote inhalation with our dogs that we really don't need topical use unless it's a, if, if you can see it or feel it on their skin, then I would use topical. But otherwise, I don't do topical and I don't do um, ingesting them either because inhalation is so effective.
0: OK, now, in the course of a thunderstorm, how about, how often would you get, let them smell it?
2: I would just as much as they need to. Okay. okay. To get through it. Because generally it's a shorter term. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's we're not running a thunderstorm. I mean, sometimes we have them for a day, but, yeah. you know, some of that intensity may be 30 minutes.
0: Right. That's true. That's true.
2: You know, so it's a shorter term. And, um, and there are times, you know, especially as dogs age, right? Yeah. Then, like, they weren't storm phobic before, but yep, now, now they're they are. Yeah,
0: that's what happened my Yeah. You know? Yeah.
2: Yep. And and so I mean there's times where I just know the oils give them a benefit. And so I mean I don't do too much, but I just keep it kind of constant there because it's short term. Okay. I'm not so concerned
0: about it. Okay. Now t- uh, tell them your website that where they can go to find out more and talk to you directly, and maybe if you want to do custom made ones, they can get a hold of you. I w- w- go, you'd say your website again. Amy Williams Dlong. dot com. That's D E L O N G dot com yes yep. i want to thank you so much for um taking the time out of your day to to join us and uh, uh like i said uh, uh, please give amy a call or go to our website to learn more so amy thank you so much for your time you have a great one okay you're welcome thanks katie okay you too. take care bye-bye Bye. okay folks what why did kentucky fried chicken change its name to kfc why did it change to kfc and we'll talk we'll, we'll come back have a great one